Hi, I'm George and welcome along to episode 20 of On The Streets. I don't normally suffer from gas. I'm quite happy with the cameras that I've got. Sometimes I think, oh yes, maybe I'd like a Lomo LCA Plus, but then I think, well no, I've got my little Olympus XA3, and then I think, oh maybe a an Olympus OM1, but then I think, well I've got my OM10, you know, same glass and whatnot, so I think, yeah, okay, I don't really need anything else. But last week I was looking around for a camera and I just happened to see one that really took my fancy and it was from West Yorkshire cameras and it arrived today and it's a lovely little compact rangefinder camera um, it's a make I've never heard of so I will have to do some investigating into what it actually is and who it's made by and uh, yeah I'm really looking forward to shooting with it now um, I've had an idea for a, a mini project to do which I've actually nicked off someone on YouTube but the idea is a good idea and it gives me a good idea or a way of shooting um, a roll of film through this camera and hopefully getting some good images back so a bit more about the camera um, it's called a Rank Aldis and it's actually got the Gongman logo from the rank organisation on the top plate which is interesting um, so fastest film speed is 400 ASA it's got a 40mm um, lens which is 2.8 to 22 and shutter speeds from B to 250th it's got a weird little light meter that's like um on the top it's like a zebra and you press the button and a needle comes out and gives you a reading anything from 1 to 13 which then you either set your film speed, sorry your shutter speed or your aperture to. So if I press the button at the moment I'm getting a reading of 7. So to get 7 to come up in the little window I've set it at f11 and the shutter speed of 160th. And I guess if I want to go to a faster shutter speed so I go to 125th, I then have to change the aperture to f8 to get a 7 come back up in the little window. Yeah, but overall it looks quite a nice little camera. Um, like I say, I've never had a rangefinder before, so I don't know whether the I know a lot of, I've heard a lot of people say sometimes the patches are quite small 
Um, yes, this is a quite a small patch, but to be perfectly honest, I can actually see when it's not lined up and when it is lined up. So yeah, I'm quite happy with it. I'm going to put a roll of, I think I've got a roll of coloured expired film, which I think I'll whiz through it tomorrow. And um, yeah, just give it a go and see see how it goes. But I'm going to have to look up a bit more about the actual make of this camera and whatnot. But I like it, and we'll see how it goes. You can hear the hear the wind on shot speed. Wind on. Yeah. Okay, so I've been on camerawiki.org and what I'm seeing is it is actually a Mamiya 4B 35mm rangefinder camera rebadged for the UK market circa 1961 which is quite good because that makes the camera as old as I am which is really interesting or maybe not so I'm recording this all on the fly as I'm going through Google and I've just managed to find an actual um, manual for it or user's manual so it has got a CDS meter whatever that means I have no idea. You now own a camera you'll be proud of for years. Hmm. So, yeah, it gives you all the information of how to use the built in CDS exposure meter. Um, how to hold the camera. Loading and unloading, how to use a flash, although I guess uh, simply plug the connector of your flash into the synchro flash socket and attach the unit to the tripod socket or accessory clip, so I doubt whether I can use a normal flash with that. Distributed by Rank Photographic, the Great Western Road, Brentford, Middlesex, England. And the actual booklet was printed in Korea. So that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, it goes to show that I didn't look very well, but the actual camera is actually stamped made in Korea. So it's a Korean made camera. But made in Korea in 1961, surely we had a North and South Korea then. Don't know. History's not my strongest point. Okay, more useless information. Rank Eldest started off in the year 1939 as the Eldest Brothers Company in Birmingham, known for making remarkably high quality projector lenses. The Eldest Brothers merged with Rank in 1951 to form Rank Eldest. Huh. So there you go. 
you learn something new every day. Okay, I've just seen it on an Oxfam online shop for £150. Hmm, did not pay nowhere near that. Okay, that's enough of me waffling on. Um, yeah, I will shoot with it over the next few days and see what I come back with. Um, yeah, but for a camera that's nearly 60 years old, well, 58 years old, it looks in remarkably good condition. So I will give it a bash and see how things go. After my little adventures with expired film I thought I'd take a look and see whether I could get some more and I've taken a look on eBay now I don't know whether it's just the UK but it seems really expensive there is one on here at present which is Kodak Color Plus um, 36 exposures 5 rolls expired in 2009 £18.99 plus £4 postage. If I go to Seven Day Shop, which is a website that sells most things, they have got Kodak Color Plus, 36 exposures, a pack of 10 for 23.99 which includes delivery so for an extra uh, two pound odd you get an extra five rolls and it's fresh so I think someone's having a laugh with um, the prices they're charging for try to see when this is, expires doesn't actually say but either way it's got to be newer than the other stuff and it just seems as though people seem to be having a bit of a laugh with their expired film on eBay and none of it's actually well anything special either got another one Yeah, 14 rolls of Color Plus for £18. So it just seems really weird that people are trying to flog it off at, um, I mean, I mean Kodak, Kodak Color Plus 200, ISO 36, box of 20. Expired 2009. 90 quid! 90 quid! For 20 boxes! Oh, I'm not being funny. I can get that for 50 quid. So, yeah, definitely someone's having a laugh on uh, eBay in the UK then. These prices are ridiculous. Sorry. I won't be buying off of there, I'm afraid. Again, Kodak. Colour Plus, 
36 exposures, 3 rolls, expired 2010, £16. It just seems as though people now just think film photographers are going to just pay anything for a roll of film. Ridiculous. What else can I find that I'm not happy with? There we go, £125. Let's have a look and see what this is. Bulk sale of 35mm. Uh, film rolls, fresh and very recently expired stock. That's all it says. Yeah. No way, Jose. Box. Yeah, right. Okay. So one box of T Max 400, black and white, expired 2010, £17. Why? You were just having a laugh, mate. And when I say box, I actually mean roll. One a roll, £17. Egg for Vista, £6 from Portugal. No, I'm really, really sorry. I will not pay them prices. Not when I can get fresh film. Way cheaper from seven day shop I mean even their other stuff seems to be reasonably priced so I think that's where I'll be buying if I'm buying from anywhere well I finally bit the bullet and I've ended up buying a two reel Patterson tank a changing bag some rod and all and fix and everything else to go with it so it looks like I am going to be developing my own black and white in the next few days I have got one roll of Kentmere 400 that needs developing so I think that will be my first roll to try out and then obviously I've got another three rolls sitting in the fridge that needs shooting and the two rolls that I've got coming from Michael Bartosek so yeah um, I only bought a small bottle of the Rodinol I think it's a hundred mil but the mix on it is like I think it's one plus fifty so for my tank if I'm only using a single uh, reel I think it's just under a hundred milliliters so I think that works out to about six millilitres of rod and all. So I won't get through that that quickly. I mean, I only bought the smaller bottle of the rod and all um, just in case I decide that home development's not for me and then I haven't got a, a 500 millilitre or a litre bottle sitting around here wasting away. I don't think I'm going to dislike it. I mean, I have done developing back in the day 
I used to develop slide film so I have got a slight idea of what I'm doing but it's just getting back into learning the processes again and getting back to developing so yeah I've bitten the bullet and we will see how it goes I'm probably going to develop the camp mirror over the weekend and see what we get um, yeah so wish me luck I realized I made a mistake um, just then my reel is not 100 mil it's 300 um, or I think it's 2 290 actually so yeah but even so that still works out at about um, 6 mil of developer to 200 and whatever of water so yeah last weekend I managed to finish off my roll of Ultramax 400 for the negative positives double exposure tag team challenge so um, Tuesday that went off to my partner and I found out tonight that they've actually received it so hopefully they will get out and shoot their part of it now over the next couple or so weeks and then we'll be getting the um, film scanned and or developed and scanned and get to see what what we've got and hopefully we've got something that will help us to win the competition although looking at the numbers it could be quite a stiff challenge because I think there's 52 photographers and then 30 podcasters so yeah overall there's 82 film photographers taking part in this challenge which is a massive turnout um, yeah so I can't wait until I think it's June that the results will be announced um, yeah let me just check that yeah um, submissions have to be in by the end of May and then June, July will be the judging. So, yep, I'm really looking forward to it now. And, um, like I say, hopefully we'll have something that's good enough to win it. But, there's a lot of challenges out there. Okay, I think that's it for this episode. As usual, you can see my photographs on Flanure with a camera on Instagram or stuff to do with the podcast at On The Streets Podcast. The email address is on the streets at talktalk.net. And also, if you do want to get in touch, you can leave a voice message on the Anchor app. You can find the podcast on most podcatchers, iTunes, please subscribe and thanks for listening and bye for now.
You can find this podcast on most good podcasters. And that's the doorbell.